Climbers, Johnny here. Hey, I know you work your butt off to make great music, but you struggle to get new consumers interested in it. And let's face facts, your next new project is not going to be received any differently than the last one unless new people are exposed to it. And I know that growing your audience is frustrating, but listen, I promise it's not rocket science. It's just that what you're doing isn't very effective. But you're an artist and you absolutely need a fan base, right? You don't have all day to struggle with the promotion part either, so I get that. But imagine how it would feel to know exactly what you have to do every single day to gain more fans. And imagine how much more consistent you can be when you know exactly how to do it. Brands will come out of the woodwork to offer you money when you've accumulated a large enough audience. Let us help you with a consultation and you'll see tangible results every single day. Schedule a consultation today by emailing info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com and put consultation in the subject line. Hey, I I totally understand you might be a little apprehensive, so listen to what some other people thought of their consultation experience at Daredevil Production. Hi, this is Nikki uh, from Nikki and the Human Element. We're an indie rock band in New York City, and I've been listening to The Climb for about six months. Uh, the reason why I started listening to The Climb is because I felt like, you know, I'm a mom in my 50s. I work a full-time job as a family doctor. Uh, and I just started writing original music with an album about to come out. And I thought, you know what? There's no place that this can go. Uh, and then my husband kind of turned me on to The Climb, and I started listening. And I realized that the realm of possibility was endless. You know, it, it wasn't that I was even going to do it, but the possibilities were there. So we set up a consultation with Johnny and had a really wonderful discussion about possible places it could go, uh, knowing whether we were on the right track or not, uh, and just like expanding, you know, all of my horizons and knowing that, that when I want to make that move, I can. Uh, and then I was fortunate enough to go down to Nashville for a little while, uh, play with a couple of friends, meet Jacob Cade. Oh, my God, he's adorable. And his family, really, really wonderful and so incredibly talented. And I got to have a session with Lexi Opecky. So just where this 53-year-old woman somehow feels like she cannot do anything related to social media, I finally felt like I could. And I put up a couple of great pictures with captions on it, you know, some blue hazing, maybe, you know, with boundaries, but I was able to do it. So thank you so much to The Climb and Johnny and Brent and Lexi. And I'm always really excited when uh, all the episodes come out. Social, 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 social media, social media, social media. Challenge, 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 challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. All right. Welcome to another episode of Pick Johnny's Brain, where singers, songwriters and indie artists, a.k.a. climbers such as yourself, send in your music marketing questions, your artist development questions, your general music business questions. I try to answer them to the best of my ability live on this podcast and help you out the best we can. But this is what you really want to know. And we just figured this would be a great way to do it. And we can keep these down to to 15 minutes. So that's just the goal here. Send your questions to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. And please put pick Johnny's brain in the subject line so it goes into the right folder. And then when it's time for me to record, I stack these up and I'll pull these out and try to get to your question. 
Also, if you haven't done so already, please get the free PDF download. It's music marketing PDF called 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans. It's incredibly informative. It'll get your head in the right place and help you moving forward. Go to giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y. Click on the button and tell me where to send it. And that way you'll also be in our insiders list and get prompted for questions on music marketing and a podcast and all the other different things we have going on. So today's question comes from Laura Principato. And when I first saw this, I thought, I'll be honest with you, I thought this is a silly question. And then about three seconds later, I'm like, this is not a silly question. This is a question I think every single solitary songwriter and artist is thinking of. So Laura, thank you for sending this in. The question is, why is it so scary to contact music supervisors? And then she tells me to have a blessed day. Thank you, Laura. Man. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. So for me, it was never scary to contact music supervisors, or maybe I'm just describing the feeling different than you, but it damn sure was uncomfortable. It's funky. It feels weird. I don't care who you are. It feels weird. I sent in a song I remember to, I got it right to the top of the list for the very first Spider-Man movie that came out. They wanted a song that had the word hero in it and savior in it. And I had a song called Savior. It got down to me and Chad Kroger and Chad Kroger won. He had more relationships. Again, it's all about relationships. And he got the title track on that soundtrack. It was killer, but what a great opportunity. But I was scared. Here's why you're scared. Here's why it's uncomfortable. Here's why it doesn't feel good. Because you're going to be judged as an artist. And the very definition of an artist, in my opinion, is people that create and that are willing to be vulnerable. There's lots of people that are very creative that are never willing to be vulnerable. They're not willing to put it out there knowing that some people are going to like this. Some people are going to patronize you. They're going to say they like it when they really don't like it. And some people are going to hate you. You're going to have haters. Brent and I always say on the show, if you don't have haters straight up, you're not doing it right. I mean, there's just as many people that hate Taylor Swift as love Taylor Swift as an artist. That's a weird 
position to put yourself in if you think about it like on purpose <laughs> right like we're gonna do this on purpose so whether it's music supervisors a and r people or whatever you're going to be judged but remember this here's the hard and the, the cold reality of it sometimes you're going to be judged objectively for a lot of you you're not that far along in your musical journey yet so you can argue that art is subjective and art is subjective competitive art is subjective Art that's good is subjective. I can tell you that I'm not a fan of Britney Spears at all. That's subjective. But those records are well done. Those records are very well done. They know exactly what they're doing. So to me, I can appreciate the competitiveness of it, the level at which they're playing, but it's subjective. I don't like it. I don't listen to it. However, art can also be objective. There are people trying to put uncompetitive product up on the world's refrigerator, if you will, like a finger painting. Mama, look at me. And it's not good. It's not there yet. It's trying to be good, maybe. Some of it's not even trying to be good. Let's be honest. This is the majority of it, not for nothing. So some of you are going to be judged because you're going to find out that, you know, your mom isn't right. It's not good. You're going to have to do more work if you want to make it competitive. And some artists don't have any awareness. An artist has to have awareness of what they're doing, who they are, how they're different. They have to know all the rules, in my opinion, on the art that they're creating so that they can break the rules. But you have to know how to break them. You can't sort of wade through it like a bull in a china shop or it looks unprofessional or it sounds unprofessional. So the judgment is why it's scary. The judgment is why it's frightening. The worst thing that's ever going to happen, and my manager used to tell me this when I was an artist back in the day, what are they, what's the worst they're going to say? No? Or they're going to give you the Hollywood no, which is a no callbacks whatsoever? I think what's scary is the judgment. You're going to find out if you are competitive or not. But remember this, you're also being judged within the framework of the project, okay? So when an artist becomes truly professional and they know they're professional, they know they're good, they know they have talent, things begin to lighten up and you realize that, okay, I just have to find out if my song is the right artistic pair of pants for this project that the music supervisor is trying to put music to. If you are, let's take a, a good example here, Cruise from Florida Georgia Line. Knockdown, drag out, smash, hit song. Killer song. If somebody sent that to me when I was producing the Colin Ray record, great song. I would have been like, that's amazing. But I, I would have said no. I would have had to turn it down because that's not a song for Colin Ray. That's not what his brand is, right? So that's not a music supervisor example, but you can see like if I'm trying to put together different songs to make a soundtrack for a movie, it's all about what's happening in the scene, what the vibe of the movie is. There's so many different things in play and you have to find out if, number one, if you're able to fill that need. I think rather than worrying about being judged because all they're going to do is say no, if you're getting feedback on the competitiveness of your art, you need to take heed on that, right? It's not okay to send in a crappy song and expect the music supervisor to be like, wow, 
or let's say it's a great song, but it's crappily recorded. And the music supervisor is like, this is really awesome. I'm going to call back and waste my time and talk with you and try to encourage you. That's not their job. They're up to their armpits and alligators trying to get this done on time, under budget. And there's all kinds of speed bumps and roadblocks and they got to deal with it. And it's a nightmare. They're not going to call you back and let you know if the music isn't competitive. Make sure it's competitive. If it is competitive, then the best thing you can hope for And the best thing you should shoot for is creating a relationship because you're this kind of a writer. I'm the music supervisor. I heard this music. I like this. This is good. And if you keep in touch with them, then you're going to be on top of mind and on their radar screen when a project comes across their table that your music could fit into, if that makes sense. Remember that you're going to be judged on your artwork. That's scary. That's uncomfortable. And for, by the way, for some people, just meet new people is uncomfortable. For some people, calling a professional up when you're not a professional yet is daunting. I, it was for me, uh, for sure, without a doubt. I mean, just trying to call and get a club owner on the line when I was trying to break into the T.A. Burns in Milwaukee was a big deal. I, had, I did it, but I was scared, but I was courageous. I did it. I moved forward in the face of fear because there wasn't any other freaking way I was going to get in that club and play a gig there if I wasn't trying to reach out and call this guy. He wasn't going to come down to Delvin, Wisconsin and knock on my door because he heard about me. I think you have to deal with it that way. You have to play in the arena. You can have all the heart in the world as a NASCAR race car driver, and you can be an incredible driver, the, the best budding talent that NASCAR has ever seen. But you can't get on the track with a 1968 rusted out baby blue Dodge Dart. You're going to have to get somebody that believes in you, that has some money, that gets you a good car, puts a team around you, gets some sponsorships. If you're going to compete, that's the long and the short of it. Now, the good news is, is it costs millions of dollars to become a NASCAR driver. You don't have to do that to get a song, to get a good recording and get a relationship with a music supervisor and get a song on there. You can do that much, much less expensively, but you're going to have to create quality recordings. And then it's just about creating the relationship. So I think that's it. I think we're, we're fearful of being judged as artists. We want validation. People have been telling us like we should have a plan B. We should do this or that, something more stable. This is crazy. You never know how it's going to go. You know, maybe your parents are against you, everything like that. Well, Somehow we manifest the impact of all that sort of negative energy in a possible response from somebody that's higher up in the music industry, like a music supervisor, where if they say, no, you're not, that means maybe you're not good enough. And maybe your mom and dad were right. Maybe these other people were right. Or maybe that doubt, that doubting Thomas that we all have in our head, that sensor that tells us you're crazy. And if you don't have that in your head, by the way, then you probably are crazy. There has to be a certain amount of, of insanity that goes along with it. I mean, we burn the ships before we storm the, the island in, in Kid Gypsy. I can tell you that. There was no turning back. We went forward, but it wasn't without fear. It was just, I'm going to do this until somebody tells me I can't anymore and I don't care and we're going to try to be good and we kept creating momentum and opportunities for ourselves because we were good so I think you can do the same thing and don't worry so much about what they're going to say. Learn from it. Learn from it and create relationships. All right, guys, there you go. Send your questions in to info at daredevilproduction.com and put pick Johnny's brain in the subject line so it gets into the right folder. I'll read it on the air. And if you haven't already, get the free download. This will help your music marketing mindset incredibly. The 
PDF is entitled 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans. It's free. Just go to giftfromjohnny.com and tell me where to send it. Again, giftfromjohnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y.com. Click on the button. Tell me where to send it. We'll go from there. Until next time. Bye. Social, 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 social media. Social media. Social media. Challenge. 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 Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.